What do we hope to see at TGS this week? Bloodborne or I'm committing Sudoku. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Triangle Squared. I'm your host, Mr. Brett Beck, and... Lucky number 25, I'm Saul Bridges. <laughs> All right. You know me. You know me. All right, I hope so, so, Mr. Saul, you know something we didn't do last episode that I've realized? What we've been playing? We did and we didn't. Yeah, because we kind of did halfway through... Because I think we all realized that we all have been really playing Destiny 2. Yeah, so that's okay. Two. But anyway, going back to the way this show is supposed to start, we actually need to do our intro. So if you've never joined us before, this is Triangle Square, a PlayStation podcast. We post every Monday at 10 a.m. PST and 12 noon CST on YouTube in video format or as a audio-only podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music. What's the other one, Saul? Uh, Podbean, more, Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, Bam, Bam, Bam. There we go. So anything any of that them, an RSS any of them, you to. find them. If you do listen to us on podcast services, I would appreciate it if you would give us a review. Uh, it gets our numbers up there so people can find us easier and it lets us know how we're doing. And if you watch us on YouTube or if you are watching on YouTube, uh, please subscribe if you haven't. If you like what you see, so you can see more. We are working on getting a little more content out more often. So hopefully we'll actually get something to where we have a little more weekly content. But Saul. Yes, sir. Good, sir. This podcast needs to start. So what have you been playing this week outside of Destiny 2? Because I know we Everybody's golf. Okay, how far are you in? Like three hours. Okay, so like you said the other day, like the first three, four hours in? Yeah, I, I did the beginning tournament, then the little very first player versus... It's not even player versus player. It's like a versus tournament, and then I did like two things after that. Okay, so um, I still haven't played. I haven't picked it up yet. I've been meaning to. It's pretty good. Uh, did just, you download it? Yeah, yeah. It just feels really weird to play a golf game on... My console, since I always played, um, what was it, World, what's the one on PS Vita? Oh, yeah, World Invitational. Yeah, it's, World Invitational, but, yeah. or Hot Shots Golf. Hot, but yeah, yeah, but it's the same series. It's yeah. just they decided to rename it for some it odd is. reason. But I always played those on um, Portable. <clears throat> well, it's not odd, to be fair. It's always been everybody's golf in Japan. Right, it's just now everybody's golf in America. Now they decided to change it in America. Okay, cool. But Anything else out of that? Just that. Just Well, I played, I played then, Octopath Traveler demo. Fantastic. So it is. Is it on Switch only? Yes, you need to download it. That, that'll wipe your dust off the Switch and play it. It's great. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> no, I, I, it, um, there's so much. I didn't even watch it. that. I didn't even watch that video. So the direct. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing. Like, uh, well, but I mean, so what's the game? Octopath. I mean, it, so it's Switch exclusive. I'm pretty sure with, it is. with no word of whether it'll come to PS4 at all. Uh, now that I don't know. Well, if let's say, what if it does come because to PS4 Vita? What does the game play like? Greatness. I, mean, I, don't, like, I don't want to spoil it for you. Turn-based or... I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay. Because, see, this is one of those things that I want you... You want me to download it, and you don't want to tell me it's turn-based, and then me not want to download just it. Just download it and play it, and you're <laughs> going to like it. There's really cool interactions you could do with people in the game and uh, with certain characters. Okay. And the art style, of course, is really, really cool. Uh, very reminiscent of Bravely Default, this game developer's past game. Is part um, of Bravely Default yeah. and the, the Bravely Second. Even though a lot of people... Uh, I don't know if it's part of the world. That's what I thought I saw, or at least Justin wrong. said, but Justin's also not necessarily the most credible source. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I would just say that sometimes uh, he hears things from other people. At the well, that's what I works. mean. Yeah. It's not necessarily his fault all the time. It's just sometimes, I don't know. I, I mean, if anybody should know, it should be him, I guess. But all right, so so I have been playing more Knack Souls 2 than Knackening. Okay, uh, Keeping makes sense. that joke running. Uh, so yeah, Knack 2, um, I'm chapter 8-3. Because we've been wanting to play Destiny so much, and definitely, I planned on playing a lot of Knack 2 last night, and then Blaze picked up um, Destiny 2 finally, so we ended up popping on with him. But yeah, I've been playing that, and I actually have not played much of anything else. I don't think I've played anything at all besides Knack 2 and Destiny 2 this week. But I've also been doing a little bit of stuff outside of that. Yeah, so. and it's, it's been a little slow for games. Um, well, not really for me, but... I still want to pick up E7, or E8, sorry, Lacrimosa of Dana. Yeah, that came out last I just need to, Wednesday, right? Tuesday. Tuesday. I just need to I need to beat the games I'm working on, and then once I'm probably through with Knack 2, that'll probably be the other game I throw in. I may hop into finishing Nier's Platinum before that. But, good sir, I guess that's enough of what we've been playing, so go ahead and get this drop uh, dropped. Dropped in. All righty. We have number one on the list, 36 Fragments of Midnight, a PS Vita digital title. Launching out with Vita games to be very number one. We have The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus for PS4 retail. Oh. Which is interesting. We have Black Guards 2 for PS4 digital and retail. 
We have Burly Men at Sea for PS4 and PS Vita. The name of that game kills me. <laughs> it is. It's pretty funny. Caveman Warriors for PS4. The Coma Recut for PS4. In Space for PS VR. Okay. Factonum 90 for PS4 and PS Vita. Hidden Dragon Legend for PS4. Ink for PS4. The Leg- Lego Ninjago movie video game. <laughs> Convoluted title there for PS4, digitally and retail. Uh, arguably the big one on the list this week. We have Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite for PS4, both available uh, available digitally. Yeah, very and very arguably, that game is still seemed like it's pretty split. I would like to see what sales end up being for that game though. Yeah, it's gonna be curious. The fight scene's certainly gonna eat that game up and love it. Um, we have Mary Skelter Nightmares for PS Vita, both digitally and retail. We have Mecho Tales for PS Vita or PS yeah PS Vita. Okay. Minecraft Story Mode Season Two for PS4 retail. More I didn't realize Minecraft Digital. did that well, the first Minecraft story mode. I didn't either, but, you know, little kids eat that game up. Yeah, that's probably why. Why? Go ahead. NBA 2K18 for PS4. That's a big one for a lot of people. It is. Those, uh, I mean, those sports games sell. They just do. Justin uh, had that erased for him. Had that Apparently, erased. he has the game already, and he had his whole character released. Yeah. Server reset? Something. I don't know. He said the game crashed, and his character is gone. That's... Stupid. Pankapoo for PS4. Project Cars 2. That's another big one for the week. Yeah, that's true. For uh, PS4, digital and retail. A lot of people love the first one. I have heard that. The art for this game looks really cool. Raiders of the Broken Planet for PS4. It's a, If I'm not mistaken, that's the beta. Uh, but the game will move on. Does it say prologue? Oh, it is the prologue. So I wonder if it's... See, the beta is one thing. Uh, I can't remember who the developer is behind that game, but they've made another game that was interesting, but I don't think I ever played it. Huh. Anyway, Robonauts. Huh? Robonauts for PS4. Never heard or seen that. Shopkeep for PS4. The Soulless Project for PS4 and PSVR. Looks like a title you'd only want to get on PSVR if you had the option. And that's it for this coming week. Good. Take it away to the news, Mr. Brett. Okay. Keeping this train rolling along, we're going to hop into the news. And I was a little bit of a lazy butt this week and did not get all the news done until a good chunk of it this morning. So with that being said, we're going to start this list off with the most weirdly surprising thing. In my opinion, it is not a dog. have released a new update for the last of us remastered and left behind remastered for PS4. The patches include expanded display settings for players using the PS4 pro. So beneficial to me and Saul, um, as well as, uh, yeah, it looks like they, Oh, it, they didn't have a 1080p downscale version or super sampling version. Now they do. Yeah. So that's good be, to see yeah. cool for them. Uh, and I'm sure you'll still get HDR if you have a 1080p HDR TV, but I don't even know if those exist. They do. Uh, they're just, they're ridiculously expensive. You can get a lower, you can get a non for HDR 4k TV. That is probably 10 inches bigger for the same price from what I've seen. I could weird. be, I could be from, you said where? You said weird. Oh, I was like, um, Best Buy. Anyway, and then the other thing is that they are fixing a few multiplayer issues, so it's good to see it. I didn't realize there was still that big of a, a multiplayer community for that game. And apparently I bet. So. I bet there is. Um, I didn't. I've still not played it on PS4. I, no, I think we did actually. Finally, I never when, did. I, whenever it was in there, it may have been me and Jonathan. I but I'm not playing online on PS4 near as much as I did on PS3. Yeah, and for those that don't know, The Last of Us is something I play yearly when it gets to fall, and here we are midway through September, so, so now, I'll be starting that game in about two and a half weeks. And now you have some. Uh, now, now I have, have some a, new goodies to go back yeah, to. Exactly, you get to see it in the new light. All right, next thing up, Sony this week released an impromptu update. Annoyingly. Uh, the system, yeah, <laughs> yeah for with you. system software 4.74. So it was a mandatory update, which means that users on the 5.0 beta, like myself, had to update to use online services within games. Uh, and that removes 5.0 from their system for the time being until version 6 of that beta does come available at a later date. I just wish they would have coincided those release dates together. I don't see why they couldn't have. That is but weird. There was no preparation for this 4.74, so, so my assumption is there's an exploit or almost. something. Yeah, kind of, but not really. So it's whatever. Well, it soft bricked you out of a game, not your console though. Yeah. So anyway, next thing up, New God of War will be ditching the upgrade system that the previous games have seen. Curious. So the new upgrade system will involve Brock and Eitri, two dwarves responsible for making Thor's hammer in Norse mythology. So interesting to see how that's going to go in and if there's other weapons. Uh, from what they showed, this is out of the PlayStation magazine, uh, one other weapon that's going to be of major 
you know, deal, in, at least in as far as the mythology within this game goes, has already been revealed in one of the E3 trailers. But they haven't said what weapon it is and which trailer. So, interesting to see. And then apparently Atreus, uh, Kratos' boy, will be able to also have weapons. Now I'm kind of curious about what the weapon could be. I know, right? They showed a shield. Do you remember seeing the shield gameplay? But I wonder if the shield has anything to do. I don't know. Yeah. Moving on. Absolver, Mr. Saul, yes. will be receiving update 1.06 in a couple of days. That's a little, that's how they quoted it. Well, yeah. Uh, so the update looks to be rebalancing special abilities to ensure <clears throat> that the game is more fair across the board. I misspelled ensure. Oh, yeah. Wrong one. There we go. Uh, to across, <laughs> more fair across the board, the developers will also, uh, they've mentioned plans for future updates for a prestige system. Stat reallocation, inventory overhaul, and many other improvements while also planning on a new combat style and new attacks. So these are plans for future updates. This most recent update is just to kind of rebalance the game and give it a little bit more of a which, fair fight. Which is curious because if they're talking about special abilities, I'm assuming they're talking about the abilities you unlock for each boss you beat. And I never thought those were unbalanced by any way. I never felt cheated when somebody would use I those. can't remember the names of them and since I haven't played the game yet. I will play it. I just need to get through some games. Um, it was like um, there's like a, there's a there's a sword, there's a shockwave, there's a healing uh, ability that you start out with. There it's is all stuff that gives you knuckles. different. I, I, we'll we'll talk about it after all this. So I, I don't want to say anything because I don't know enough about the game and I don't remember the name, so not sure. And then as far as what you're talking about, it, may, it could be spoiled. Well, yeah, and I could but. clarify something that that weapons may or may not be included as special abilities. Weapons are like the top slot of the D pad. Special abilities are left and right. Interesting. Okay. Well, next thing up, VR game Diner Duho, Duho, <laughs> Diner Duo has been announced to be coming to PSVR sometime this year. Uh, next thing, for those interested in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, like we talked about, the download size for the game has been revealed. Uh, the game will take up 38.18 gigabytes of free space on your system, so not that big. Not that bad at all. Mm. Next thing on the list, PlayStation have announced what is undoubtedly the ugliest console. Did you see the little of all time little DualShock that's yes, in there? <laughs> there's a bunch of them. And there, oh, is there? Yeah, I there's, there's a bunch one. of them. Uh, so it, <laughs> it. Okay, so the ugliest console of all time in the form of Call of Duty World War II limited edition PS4 bundle. The bundle includes a green camo PS4 with little DualShock Four patterns worked its way into the camo. It's Hideous. That's uh, not even what they wore in World War II for the most part. A matching, a matching green DualShock 4 what d- doesn't have the pattern, thankfully. So if you just want a military green, I can see be, that being It would useful. be cool if the whole console was like that. There was like a <clears throat> copper stripe going up the console. That'd, that'd be sick. That, I mean, I still wouldn't want it because I don't but like it. But I would understand I would understand why people would want that. This hot piece of trash. Yeah, it looks like a second grader made it. You know, hey, no offense to second graders who watch this show. Yeah, shout out to you guys. <laughs> uh, so the bundle will include the green camo PS4, matching green DS4, and a copy of Call of Duty World War II for two ninety nine ninety nine. I'll give the price. It's a good, good yeah. Uh, the bundle releases alongside the game on November 3rd. So let's see. Fortnite is adding a new mode to the game in the form of Battle Royale. Battle Royale aims to be like PUBG with 100 players on one giant map combined with Fortnite's building skills. This game mode will be available starting September 26th. Interesting. Interesting, mainly Question. because when they first started talking about it and I saw the 100 players giant map, I was like, Cause if it's literally just PUBG, that's stupid. But I do like the idea of adding in the building aspects of uh, Fortnite to where you can build and destroy structures. Yeah. So we'll see how that works out. Fortnite, apparently, me and Jonathan had a big talk about it. Apparently, I was very wrong on what I thought the game was. Uh, versus what it actually is. And it sounds a little more interesting than I thought. It's almost like a tower defense <laughs> game that you build, right? Kind of. It's like a third-person action game built in kind of to it. It's it's weird. but I watched a couple yeah. of videos on it, and I, <clears throat> the general consensus was not recommended for the yeah. price. So. Yeah, I do feel like it's a little expensive for what it is. Um, <clears throat> next thing, Bruce Straley, co-director of Uncharted 2, Uncharted 4, and The Last of Us, has announced that he is leaving Naughty Dog. Uh, after taking time off last year, he has decided that he is ready to move on from the company after 18 years. In his blog post detailing his departure, he thanks Amy and Neil, uh, co-directors uh, w- with the Uncharted series and then uh, the, the Last, Last of, of Us, like we talked about. Uh, as well as the president and former co-president of the company and the co-founders of the company for his time there and for you know basically seeing something in him and letting him have that experience with that company. So he's leaving on good terms. 
Um, Which is always good. And that's what, you know, the, the he took time off last year uh, when they announced The Last of Us 2. They announced that he would not be returning as a co-director on that game because he was taking a leave of absence um, and that he may come back. But, you know, the that game has a really grueling, I mean, that game, that studio has a really grueling development turnover cycle. And they're always working. They get very, very little breaks. So Yeah, that makes sense because uh, the, the quality <clears throat> of games they push out in the time frames they do. Yeah, I mean, and they're just, they're a cornerstone studio for, for Sony. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I think they know that, that, I'm sure that to an extent, the stress of those expectations have to get to them eventually. So I'm happy to see him move on. I'd like to see what he ends up doing. I want to see if he stays in games, if he takes a little bit of a longer break. But he's been kind of chilling for the past year, so good for him. Uh, next thing, Dragon Ball Fighters add Android 21, TN, and Yamcha as playable characters in the game, as well as adding Shoutsu as a support character. Because everybody knows Shoutsu would not stand a chance as an actual character. That's true. Now i got to figure out which one's Android 21. I'm trying to think of that, too. Is Android 21 something from That's New a, Game? I'm going to assume it might be from Dragon Ball Super because it's That's what I red feel like hair. Too. I've never seen her before. Yeah. I saw the 21 thing, and I was like, I don't know about that one, but I know everybody else. So one of these days I'll get around to watching Super once they get more of the dub done. Yeah. So last thing on the list is Capcom have announced Okami HD will be coming to PS4 with 4K resolution support on PS4 Pro. The game will be released physically and digitally on December 12th for nineteen ninety nine. It's not all a, good, a bad sir. price at all. That wraps up the news. And I actually, yeah, that's a good price. Because um, I could have easily seen it being 30 maybe even 40 but not any, not any higher than that. I feel like $20 is really like, hey, this is a slightly older game. We know that. We're not going to be doing quite enough to to reason like to reasonably put it at $30. Um, so good on them. Because, I mean, with what they're doing, it's reasonable that it's this price point. Right. And I'm glad because it is a game from two generations ago as well. So it's well, yeah, technically it, was, it came out, it's not it came out right at the end of the PS2, right? And then Ready at Dawn brought it because that studio closed down. And those are the studio that went on to make Platinum Games. Really? Uh, or a good a good bit of the people did. I didn't um, know that. I think it's like Clover Studio. Oh, it's eleven years old. Uh Ready at Dawn did the uh made the game for Wii and PS three. Along with one other. So yeah. One cool. of the last hurrahs of the team that ended up moving on and being uh, until dawn. I mean <sighs> The Order. The Order. It's the name that tricks me on that one. Yeah. Ready at Dawn until Dawn. Yeah, I could see you on that one. Okay, so so I guess we will go ahead and hop into the reader questions. Reader questions, good sir. So every, if you guys have it already, the banner that graciously animated across the screen at the beginning of this episode, we have our Twitter there. If you did not catch it there, you will be catching it here. And it's triangle SQRD. Follow us. Ask, and every, I'd say 24 hours, this one was roughly around eight hours before we film this, we try to post a tweet that is basically a general kind of ask us something and we will answer it on the show. And that's what this segment is. First question up. We have Mr. Joe Robinson. What are, uh, what are your guys's most anticipated PS4 games coming out this fall? Brett. So we've talked about it loosely on the episodes prior, uh, but it's somewhere firmly between South Park fractured, but whole and probably Shadow of War, because I'm really interested to see the improvements that they make on Shadow of Mordor and see if they can make an even better game. Because the only downside I ever had with Shadow of Mordor was the ending. Uh, the, and I mean the very ending. Yeah. So, um, and the, interesting the final to see where it goes. Well, that's what I mean. The, the final boss yeah. fight is really the very ending. And that's what I mean from a gameplay perspective. It was kind of odd. Uh, but we're not going to go too far into that. Right. Uh, it was just disappointing uh, right. in that particular section. But the rest of the game was amazing. So I think both of those games are pretty high on the list, definitely since Fallout's next year, because uh, Fallout is very important to me. So Fallout, uh, Far Cry, sorry. Oh, yeah, I was like, Far, <laughs> Far my, my apologies. Next year, I was like, VR? Um, but no, Far Cry. Uh, Far Cry 5 is really, I'm mean, really interested to see what they're doing with it, um, just because of the kind of big change in location. Uh, yeah. But I think it's cool, and I think that after what they've done, they've done enough in kind of jungles to where it's time to move on. Makes sense. Um, so I think, and I think those games are just great. So those are my two games, and then just giving Far Cry that old shout out. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing somewhat. Um, I'm going to say Wolfenstein Two, uh, and I'm gonna give out Akami a shout out. So I, I'm that's not till December, so it's not fall, but I am gonna play that. And okay. T- try to platinum it. We have Gideon Berkland. 
What was the most disappointing game you have ever played? It was a really hard question. Like when I saw we that, we were like racked our brains. Yeah. To find the answer to this, and I found one that is very fitting for me. Good old Halo Five. Good old. Bad old Halo Five. <laughs> that game, I'm so, I was such a Halo fan back then, and I actually played that game like a year after it came out because I did not. I actually had an Xbox One original one when it came out, I believe. But we were playing Destiny at the time. Um on that instead of PS4 and the story was meh the characters were kind of cool there was Nathan Fillion who was Buck which was pretty cool um and he had already been in the series and before so why did it matter because yeah he was he was in ODST wasn't he yeah yeah no actually Um, no he wasn't ODST he was in Reach sounds about right those those two meld together to me for some reason um and the multiplayer was trash. The gar- the graphics were trash. They were a real different approach to the graphic system in that game. The visuals were shiny and metally looking. I sent you a picture of a map that looked like Team Fortress 2. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Um, I played that game for probably 12 hours total, and 10 of the hours were in zombies. The rest of the two hours were the story, because I did not want to continue. Okay. Well, mine is a little more multi-platformy. Um, and after a good bit of thinking of games that... It's hard for me. I, I don't get disappointed in games because I don't want to. I never. T- I never say a game's disappointing if I didn't play it. Uh, so my my rule of thumb is that it had to be a game that I at least thought was going to be good enough for me to buy, and then when I bought it, it just didn't hold up. So the most recent example that we talked about on previous episodes is a surge. Something about uh, that yeah. game just did not strike me as like I like I thought it would. And I don't know if it was the change from high fantasy to tech. I thought that would be cool, but. Especially, if, I don't know. I think it was just the game. I think that the game just wasn't as interesting and as good as I don't, something about it was just boring. Yeah, and there's something I'm going to say later mm-hmm. on that has to do with there were cool parts. A Souls like Android game that's going to fit into the main topic segment. Okay, um, but okay, it was pretty disappointing. Uh, so, but past that, I would say one of my most disappointing games of all time is going to probably be Two Worlds. Two specifically, actually, uh, Two Worlds Two, was, and I don't know why I haven't even had faith in it because Two Worlds One wasn't very good, but Two Worlds Two uh, was like I think 2011 or 2010, 2010. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it was going to be like a an open world RPG, and it was supposed to be really crazy and have all this stuff. The game was super glitchy, had bad writing, bad story, bad combat, bad pretty much everything. There was a small group of people who really loved that game, and I'll give the developers this: they updated it recently like six years after release on PC. Yeah, I did see that there was a Steam HD version. I thought that was interesting. No, it wasn't even HD. They just completely updated the original game. Oh. You didn't even have to pay for it, if I'm not mistaken. Interesting. And if you look, some of the environments look like they would have been cool, right? Yeah. But the the way the combat worked in the game, like sometimes you do arrows, the bow and arrow mechanics were awful. The actual fighting mechanics were awful. I don't know. That game just really did not live up I'm to any like a, form of height. Well, I'm getting a weird Marlin vibe from some of these screenshots. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can um, see that. So th- that's mine for now, and I know that there's some other ones. Uh, okay, cool. Crash, Crash, Mind Over Mutant, and Crash of the Titans were both pretty bad. Uh, but they were more bad from a standpoint of being Crash games. That's why they were disappointing. Uh, I don't know if they would have been considered as bad to me if they were just, if they were just their own game. Yeah. But, you know. They weren't good crash games, regardless. So, next question up, good sir. Mr. Greg Milton asked, mm-hmm. if you could have one last Vita exclusive game, who would make it and what kind of game would it be? Bloodborne port. On Vita? Yes. It's going to run like garbage. But you just want to be able to play it anywhere and everywhere. I'd like to play it anywhere and everywhere. Okay, well, my mine's going to be a little different. Uh, the only... I'm kind of caught between two, because I actually didn't even see this question earlier. So... Mine's going to be, man, Bend really knew how to make, I'm I'm saying Bend really killed making Vita games. I mean, that sounds so stupid in my head, like the way it came out versus what I thought. Anyway, Bend really just pushed the Vita super early in an interesting way. Uh, while I don't know if I would have liked them to make another Uncharted game, there's a part of me that would have because I think that they did such a good job. Uh, I still hold that Golden Abyss is better than the first game. Um, I would have liked to have seen another Uncharted, but I think giving Bend the go ahead to maybe make a siphon filter on on PSP would have been or on PS Vita, sorry, would have been really interesting uh, because the PSP ones are really good. Um, 
but I'm probably going to move away from Ben for a second, and I'm going to say probably go back to Japan Studio. Okay. And give Team Siren, I think is their name, if I'm not mistaken, or at least the guy worked on the Siren series before, um, the team behind Gravity Rush 2. Okay. I think give them another shot at a completely new adventure. Okay. And see what they come up with. That would be And I think that would be really cool. The last one, because I have a hard time laying down on one, but that's going to be my, my, that's the one I hold to. I think that that team had enough interesting ideas. That that's what I'd really like to see. But Ready at Dawn have always done so well with other people's games, just like Bend, where they take a, a series that's already known and they make their own, and they do it in such a way that's like you can't even almost tell that it's different. In some ways, sometimes it's better. Um, I would like to see what Ready at Dawn would have been able to do on the Vita in any way, be it original. And I think that because I like the way the order went, that's cool, but... They did so well with the God of War PSP games that if it wasn't going to be a God of War game, I think a third-person action game like that would have been really cool on Vita. I could see that, yeah. Uh, uh, not even necessarily God of War, just if it was something they came up with originally. Yeah. Because they did such a good job on the on Ghosts of Sparta and Chains of Olympus that I think that they deserved a, a chance to make something. But I'm also proud of them for getting to move on and do something on uh, PS4 and do their first original property. So, you know, whatever. But it'd be cool to see him do now, if nothing else. But it won't happen. So yeah, my real answer actually is a. Um, it's actually this sounds like the fake answer, but it's a Yu-Gi-Oh card game. You know, I would. Yeah, like Forbidden Memories. I think is what it was called yeah. on PS2. You know what I? You know what would actually be really cool? Uh, Duelist of the Roses style Yu-Gi-Oh game for Vita. Or is that the game I'm thinking of? Duelist of the Roses is the one that was like a, a strategy oh. game. And it was set in the past, and you yeah, and that came out on Xbox, PS2, and PS2, and that had the Magnet Trio as the cards that it was supposed to come with. Right? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, yeah, that one was a good game. Yeah, um, it was very interesting. Like you, you'd land on top of a card, and it would flip up, and you'd see what it was. But it was like you, it was like moving around in a real time strategy. See, I never had that. Or game. not real time. Sorry, turn based strategy. I never had that game, but I watched a childhood friend play a lot of it. Yeah, um, I still have that game. Actually, it's up front in a case. I don't know if it works still, but I haven't played it in a while, so. Sean Sederud, good old Mr. Sean. Which game that you love that doesn't have a sequel, but you wish it did? Mine is Vagrant Hearts. Uh, that's what he said. Um, <laughs> Vagrant Hearts yeah. sounds familiar, but I'm not too familiar on it. Vagrant Hearts, if I'm not mistaken, is that Ubisoft game that came out, right? That's Valiant Heart. I thought. I could be wrong. About Vagrant Hearts. Oh, let's see. That looks really cool. Yeah, I'm thinking about Valiant Heart, I'm pretty sure. Okay, Valiant. so hold on. What is Vagrant Hearts 2 on Steam? Because Valiant Hearts was like that side-scrolling. Yeah, the side-scrolling. Um, like It was free on PlayStation Plus like maybe two years ago, and it was um, a side-scrolling war game that was supposedly really emotional. That's I weird. I played it. He says Vagrant Hearts, but it says there's a Vagrant Hearts 2 on Steam. Maybe it never came to consoles. Okay, yeah, and that would make sense. That's interesting. Um, I knew the name sounded familiar, but I've never played that I think Valiant Hearts is you're right is the name of the Ubisoft game. Yeah. So I don't know. That's interesting. I'm gonna look more into Vagrant Hearts. But Sean, tell me if that's the game you're thinking of, and check out Vagrant Hearts too. See if Steam. Um, that's what it says, Vagrant Hearts too. So you might very well have a sequel that you didn't even know if you have a PC you can play it on. My answer though, uh, and it took me a little bit of thinking, but I think one of the one of the worlds I would have really liked to see explored more because I think it was really interesting and in that. It just never got a sequel because it kind of got overshadowed and didn't sell that well. Anyway, we've talked about it before uh, is Dark Sector. And yeah. in a sense, it has a sequel in the Warframe. form of Warframe, but I don't consider that a true sequel. And they don't talk about the 10-0 and that stuff enough in that game for me to warrant it as an actual sequel. It's yeah. just like if you took an online game and gave it the lore of, a, of the Dark Sector world, which is cool enough, I guess. But a real Dark Sector single-player game would be really cool. would have been really cool. I would say... Um this is going to leak into the the main topic, but TGS would blow out of the water if a representative from Square Enix walked on stage, even Tabata, and curtain dropped, and it said Final Fantasy Tactics two. That would be wild. I would. Man, that would be wild. The fact they teased it on April Fools tells me like they're they're thinking of it. They know they have a game engine, and they they showed it. Something's going on here, and that's like I said. Well, it's to leaking. be fair, that could have just been photoshopping. You, up. Okay, well, yeah. It looked it looked too good though. It did look and good. I do remember be, what you're talking about. But yeah, I just I, I, that's a want for TGS as well. So I already kind of answered that uh, part of the main topic. Um, but good old Mr. Ryan Turismo Sport, he asked, "What are some of y'all's hobbies other 
or things that you enjoy that aren't gaming? For some reason, I feel like we've had this question recently, but I also could be crazy. Uh, so I'm just going to say that I'm crazy since you nodded your head, but that's okay. I'll still answer the question. Uh, I do a lot. Uh, I like to design stuff in general. Uh, and then coming back to this little, this case design thing, it's just been fun. Um, cause I feel like it's a more focused way to have something to design on and it's, it's kind of helping me get more and more design, but I, I like doing graphic design stuff. Even for us, it's just a fun challenge kind of to see what I can come up with and how good I can get it to look. Uh, I think that that's fun. And then of course, one of my other hobbies is, is music. Um, yes. And of course, I've been doing a lot more of that lately since we kind of calmed down uh, with my other band when we started doing this show. Right. Uh, so interesting to see. Um, but that's going to be wherever this thing that we're doing now goes is going to determine how much more of that I continue to keep doing. But I always will always have a passion for music. So that's definitely yeah. one of the things, too. I'm really boring. Um, if it is not video games, I have a hobby that I have deserted that I'm going to start back up soon. That's Perler Art. Oh yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, that's like beat sprite art. Um, but other than that, writing, um, whether it's writing out down ideas for stories or writing out little short stories, uh, I don't think any any other person besides my fiance and Joe, one of our other good friends, has read any of my ever personal. Yeah, stories I've never read any of your stuff. I, I remember you've told me, and you've even recently been talking about it on uh, Destiny whenever you were having such you know horrible grammar issues. <laughs> Uh, oh and yeah, like, when I write, it's like, yeah, it's like uh, I, my grammar, my spoken grammar is terrible, but when I'm writing, it's a completely different story. My vocabulary yeah. is different. I have one more hobby I'm gonna throw out there: uh, watching How I Met Your Mother for the 700th time. He's not joking about that number. So, uh, Mr. <laughs> Nate Lloyd, Scorpion Wild, Scorp Wild, Battleborn is stopping updates after the next one this fall. Do you think we are now seeing the demise of free to play on consoles? Um, it's not free to play in America, so it is free to play in UK and Japan. Yeah, we went and looked it up because we were we were at Best Buy the other day and we saw Battleborn for like ten bucks and we we're like, oh man, I can't believe it's that cheap now. Um, but then we actually decided to look it up because we saw your response and yeah, it's it's not um, it's it's not free to play here. But I do think your question still interesting, and I, I just thought it was so Battleborn is free to play somewhere. Yeah, uh, and, and regardless, they're shutting the servers off, so we are seeing a free to play game go to its death. That's just the way it is. Now, as a uh, lending more credence to his talk about free to play console games dying off, we have um, what well, uh, Kill Strain, the game developed yeah. by Sony San Diego, right? That was uh, had its server, server shut, shut down in like July. July. Yeah. So, with that being said, I think that free to play has not worked on consoles the way that they thought, and I think that also because they boomed to it so quickly. And they kind of doing they, they try doing these little game jams of like oh what game do you think would what kind of game do you think we could get off the ground quick enough to show it on consoles and see uh, I think to an extent we're seeing that that wasn't a good idea and even when you see games like um, uh, Drawn to Death move away and go to a paid structure um, I forgot that game existed yeah, it was free for PS Plus but it was Hell I Draw Club yeah it, but it was a bot game otherwise yeah. uh, and I think that that was the smartest in between because some people expected it to be free anyway so a lot of people who wanted to get it for free got it for free but now the game has legs to stand on financially with actually being able to be bought yeah um, and I, I agree and then it also changes the conversation because now people who are like well it's free to play I'm not going to play it but like, oh well technically it's not free to play you have to buy it uh, and I think that it's that's the more I, I think that we're seeing that console people have such a hard opinion on free to play uh, that there's very few games that are going to continue to do it well. Uh, be, as a slight flip to this of saying the death uh, and demise of free-to-play on consoles, Warframe is 100% free-to-play, and it's seeing more players than ever. I think that's the only successful console free-to-play. That's I, I, I don't know, successful. but I mean, I know that that's a huge example of a really good free-to-play yeah. game. I mean, and A, the game's actually, the game's beautiful. Uh, they even added PS4 Pro support. Uh, they went back and did that. The game has a new expansion on the line, uh, like the Fields of Acelia or something like that. I can't remember the name of the expansion. It looks really cool because they're adding for, uh, free roam. Yeah, they're doing a whole bunch of stuff. I think that they're what, – what's interesting, I don't want to just say it's a bad thing, to, but Destiny in a few ways, even intentionally or unintentionally, aped some stuff about Warframe. Uh, and it's funny because now you're seeing Warframe go, well, that's worked so long for us and it worked for Destiny, but now Destiny's going bigger and better. You know what? We're going to go bigger and better. And yeah. I think that's fair for them and I think that the competition makes sense, definitely because Warframe's third person. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've been really debating hopping back into Warframe because I like the I still, third person. I still aspect. hold them against the fact that you can't start a new character. 
Like yeah, I'm stuck with a character from weird. four years ago that I don't remember anything going on in the story. That's super I, weird. I'm, I'm, I have stuff in my inventory that I don't know what I'm using it for. It's like, let me just have a clean slate. Yeah, but just want to throw that game out there as an example of free-to-play console games yeah. that are doing well. So I think you're seeing the demise of so many of them. I think that you're going to see the, the market stop being flooded with them. So in a way, yes, you are seeing the death of free-to-play games on consoles. But the few that have done it well and did it early enough and got in early enough with a good game are going to stick around. Um because another good free-to-play example actually is uh, DC Universe Online, which also just had a... Um, it's been free-to-play for a while. No, I'm just shaking my head at a good game. I love that <laughs> that's game. That's I was just like... Mm. I love that game. Uh, but, but that's a that's a game that's been around since PS3 that went free-to-play in PS3 and has continued to thrive onto the launch of PS4 and continued on past that. So, I mean, with that being said, I don't think that you're seeing free-to-play die completely, but you're seeing the saturation in the market of it going away because uh, one more game, as an example, is Paragon. I was going to say, and Paladins, too, yeah. that have been having some good success. Um, what game by Mr. Shiriko... What game do you think lived up to boast and claims the best? And what game surprised you the most with extra details added? Um, this, for me, is going to all tie into this actual episode, which is weird. The Last of Us, because they keep on adding, and that game is nearly five years old, if not five years old. Yeah. Um, and Bloodborne, for being the exclusive. I keep saying Bloodborne is almost as a meme, but it's it's I'm like honest when I say that it is... If it is a system seller, and it is something you can tell somebody, like I have a friend, Seth. So you're who, saying that that's the the boast and claims answer? Yes, that that um, I've heard so many people say that Bloodborne is worth it for a PS4, or that if you buy a, a PS4, you need to play a Bloodborne. It doesn't matter what games you like. I guarantee you that if you play a Bloodborne and you can find yourself getting better at it and getting through its rewarding like boss fights and enemies and looking at the lore, that it's worth it. To play if you buy like it's worth i want to say the same thing about breath of wild for me and i know this isn't exactly um something everybody will say but i thought breath of the wild was worth the amount of time i had was, was worth the amount i paid for the switch like the amount of time i had from breath of the wild paid the switch off for me in that one game and that's exactly what bloodborne did for my ps4 and i have a friend who does not have a ps4 yet yet he constantly watches bloodborne videos on youtube and i told him um that i was going to give him my ps4 before I, yeah before I traded it in to get the Pro, and he kind of was like, well, I might get a PS4 anyways, and it would be for that game in Dark Souls 3. Yeah. So that's that's a fantastic game to do it for. Okay. But okay. What, what about you, Brett? What, what game has surprised you the most with its boasts and its claims? Okay. Or uh, updates, I mean. Where do you then, go with extra details, though? Do you Bloodborne is your answer for both? No, The Last of Us. Oh, The Last of Us. Okay, Yeah, sorry. yeah. The, the Last and of Us with its multiplayer, okay. with its constantly updating the resolution and the performance with the frame rate, because... Play that game in well, and I think I great. think he means like the extra details they added within the base game, like games stuff that they didn't show. But then when you start playing the game, you're like, oh wow, I can't believe this is here. So um, I think my extra details they added game um, is going to probably be The Witcher Three. And actually, you know what? The Witcher 3 is going to be both because, A, I think The Witcher 3 boasted a lot and, and it made a lot of claims and it made true on pretty much all of them. And CD Projekt Red constantly kept that game updated. updated. That's true. And then the other thing is that for all the stuff they showed about that game, when you got into the game, there was still so much extra density and detail that you're like, I can't believe this is here. Right. It's such a vast game, which is why it actually turned a lot of people off for that, but it also... It, it pulled in so many people because of that, but it turned off just a few people because of the same thing. Yeah, because so, it's so yeah, you're, you're definitely right. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's striking a balance, and I think that they did the majority of what they could best. And obviously, that game sold amazingly. Oh yeah, and won a lot of awards. So next time we have uh, reader questions, we're probably gonna have to choose a couple. We were on that a lot longer than I expected, so we'll probably start getting as we get more and more. We'll try and choose the ones that jump out at us. I'd the say most. probably th yeah, and, and probably like, three of them, three maybe. or four of them. So um, that's okay because this is all. It is time to move into. Our giveaway Whoops. winners, and with that being said, <laughs> you, you can hold on to it. You got it. Okay, I'm so, so we didn't sorry. have just a ton of entries, and we probably would have had more, but for some reason, Gleam was being a little weird anyway, so we moved to Twitter uh, well, with the competition. But that's okay. We had 12 entries. Yeah, and we had we had a lot more than that, but a lot of people did not read the rules correctly. A couple, uh, a couple of people so retweeted further, without putting any kind of a... Yeah, they retweeted the tweet without... And this was the gleam side without giving the reason. Right. And, that, uh, and, and I invalidated it because, in my opinion, yeah, you should have given I mean, a reason. The, the, the entry was tell us why you love the game. That's why. I mean, I want to know that you love the game before I send you a case. 
Yeah, and see, and it could have very well been that they were trying to retweet it so other people would see it, which is fine as well. Well, no, I mean, the Twitter side was a little different, but I'm talking about specifically the Gleam. They were tweeting the base tweet uh, oh. without adding anything to it, and it was it had a, a hashtag on it so that we'd be able to see it easily and stuff, and they would just hit it without typing yeah, anything. Yeah, but we but had, okay. I think it was like 12 to, it was like 18 people total that and, we but we And then we invalidated some. All right, but 12 entries that were valid. Our U.S. winner was Mr. Nate Lloyd, so Scorpion Wild. We will be contacting you after we get done recording. Um, yeah, to uh, see, get, getting your address, and we'll go ahead and send yours. And then Mr. Sean Santarud, ironically enough, was our winner for UK. Peggy 18. So I do have to go and get the printed version that has the uh, Peggy here and has a little bit of changes on the back to make it fit in with his UK game collection so it looks a little bit better on his shelf. But with that being said, we will contact both of you fellas after we get done recording. And thank you so much, actually, for entering and uh, and for spreading the word because I know a lot of you were retweeting. Uh, So Saul, now that that is all done, we can move into the main topic of the show. And good sir... That main topic is, what do we hope to see and expect to see at TGS coming up uh, the day after this airs? So actually, we're recording on Sunday. TGS uh, comes out Tuesday, so this will be Monday uh, posting. Correct. With that being said, what do you hope to see? And more realistically, what do you expect to see? So for people who aren't necessarily aware, don't pay attention to, to TGS a whole lot. There have been, been a lot of good games and big games announced there, but it's a very Japanese-centric um Press conference. Yeah. So like, most of what you're going to see there is going to be Japanese oriented games or games that are going to do well in both markets. Right. And we um, were we were even playing Destiny too, and I was like, "Which one's TGS again?" And you're like, "And I was like, I don't really." <laughs> yeah. So as an example, but I know enough about. Yeah. Games. So as an example of what uh, what's been announced before at TGS, uh, specifically uh, Neo uh, was announced. Makes was, sense. Was reannounced at um, oh at. TGS. TGS, sorry. And Bloodborne was announced at TGS. Um, <laughs> but I will say this. Uh, what I'm hoping, uh, hopping back on the meme train, is Bloodborne 2. Dead serious. Um, yeah. I used to be kind of against the idea of a sequel because I like Bloodborne so much that I didn't think it deserved to get like watered down. But I think With a sequel? With a sequel, yeah. Like I didn't think okay. that the same quality would make the jump, similar to what people Dark say. Dark Souls to Dark Souls 2? Yeah, what people, and I don't agree with that either. Um but I can see how people mean that. Yeah. Uh, Bloodborne 2 is certainly something I hope for. If not from software, needs to do that armored core game where it's like a Souls armored core that, that people have been speculating for so long. And that's what I meant earlier when I'm talking about the Surge. Yeah. I don't know how that would hold over. because I mean, be, even a it new armored be, core game from them. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. But a, an armored core game in a soul style would be such a weird departure for the series that it could do amazingly because that's where the heritage is switched to. But it also could be could do terribly because of that. Well, you know it, what I mean? And what I, what I remember seeing what people were speculating or what the rumors were was it was a horror-style robot Souls game, which is weird. interesting because that's be, like even Evangelion. I do remember hearing some of the, Evangelion. the rumors surrounding that, but yeah, Evangelion. Evangelion, yeah. Uh, Evangelion is what I normally say, but who the hell knows? It's Japanese. We're American. We're, yeah. We could probably say everything wrong and not know it. All right, and, so and what main, I, main, like, what do you think the biggest points are going to be and I again that, it could be i mean i think what do you think you're you're i want you to do four like four things that you actually could expect to see and then okay. four things you hope to see and your hopes and expectations can bleed together if you really think that they're that true i just yeah. kind of give an idea so, for that so i think we're going to get some more videos of the neo final dlc if anything uh, uh yeah the, i think the final dlc is coming so close yeah maybe maybe and, you know, like I said, this is, well, this is what I'm thinking because they always have like these kind of almost filler moments. Um, I am thinking for sure something from, from software. Not sure what it is, but it's something that will be there. Uh, for sure, a Kingdom Hearts trailer, possible release date. But more, more well, 100% there's going to be a trailer there of maybe another world like they did with Toy Story. I could see but it. If they I didn't, see it. If they didn't, I'd be shocked. Um, and for my last one, I would say probably some Octopath Traveler stuff. So you, those are your, your expected. Yeah, they showed a good amount with the at the switch, or it's not even a switch direct. The Nintendo direct that was uh, passed this week, um, probably around eight, eight, seven or eight minutes, if I remember correctly. Wow. Okay. Um, so I'm sure that they're either going to deep dive into that, or they might have saved it all for Nintendo. Who knows? Um, but things I want to see more of, or hope, Bloodborne two, or or new from that kind of transfer from what I expect. As I'm, I'm okay. 
hoping that they're there as much as I expect them to be. Uh, some more co- uh, gameplay footage for Code Vein since I watched that yeah. 17, and I thought we need a stable release date. So you did have... you did watch the trailer yeah, finally? I watched, I watched the 17. It, it looks pretty awesome, it doesn't does. it? Uh, yeah. Your AI companion looks a little weird, but I uh, hope that's not something that's constantly in the game. And if it is, I hope that it works well better than they don't it did get in, in your trailer. way. Yeah, 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 or in the gameplay. Um, I'm thinking maybe a Persona Five Arena is something I, I'm hoping for because um, Persona Four Arena was really fun. Okay, but my final thing um, is nowhere nearly as important as um, uh, like Bloodborne to me. But I think it would be really cool to see Final Fantasy Tactics. I mentioned that earlier. Is that uh, I love Final Fantasy Tactics uh, as a series. The Game Boy Advance one was by far my favorite, more so than um, War of the Lions, which is a remake of the first one. And the, oh, what is it called? Oh, Final Fantasy Tactics A2. It's the DS version. Yeah, I remember that one. Because they never made a 3DS version or a Vita uh, Tactics exclusive game. Um, but I love Final Fantasy Tactics with what they showed at the April Fool's. Tells me they're still thinking of people, even if it was fake. Well, yeah, and of course, War of the Lions, something. the War of the Lions PSP remake did really well. And even um, give me Tactics Ogre. I'll be fine with Tactics Ogre. A new Tactics Ogre, a Tactics Ogre would be interesting, because uh, that was another late PSP game that did extremely well. Uh, and it's, um, like, rightfully so. They're great games. Yeah. All right, so, so those, those are reasonable. So my expectations come in the form of seeing Square, similar to you. I do think that we'll see Square, and I think that we'll see Square either with Final Fantasy VII information, because they've kind of recently had a good blast of Kingdom Hearts 3 information, or Kingdom Hearts 3 information. I don't think you see both. I think you see one or the other. The chances of it being Kingdom Hearts, because it does seem like now that Final Fantasy is out there gearing up for Kingdom Hearts, may mean that we see Kingdom Hearts more as they continue to to prime for its release, because they did confirm it with 2018, right? I do remember seeing 2018. Yeah, I'm fairly positive that they... And the Toy Story one. Yeah. So, with that being said, if they're aiming for 2018, we very well might see that. But, because it's a big announcement and they've recently given enough about Kingdom Hearts, I feel like, uh, at least to satiate this for a little bit, then I would like to see something about Final Fantasy VII Remake, because it's been a while since we've heard from it. Now. Yeah. And it's I, almost and that, been a year. That's something I thought of, too. It's just... Uh, and that's something I mentioned to you as well the other night. It's just something I've kind of... If you refer back to the hype train video, I just lost hype in that so far. It's I understand, but then again, long. I mean, uh, yes and no, because right now it's far better off than Kingdom Hearts. You know what I mean? And Final Fantasy. Yeah, and you uh, know, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Sorry, you know something else I can hope for um, is a Kingdom Hearts Switch game. You know how Kingdom Hearts Two came out, then there was uh, yeah. Chain of Memories. Yeah, I don't think you'll see that. But it would be sweet unless unless the the flip around is that three runs on Switch. But you have you seen three? It's, it's, that ain't running on it's Switch. It's not running on Switch. But <laughs> at the, least not in its current but if, form. If they did a Kingdom Hearts game on Switch, you you know you'd be buying it because I'd be buying it. I absolutely would. No, that's exactly why I bought a 3DS. I probably yeah. would have never owned a 3DS. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful because of Rune Factory and all these other games I loved about it. All right, so my first one though, Square Enix in there, some form or fashion, with the two main things that Square Enix shows being either Kingdom Hearts or. Final Fantasy VII related. Right. Um, moving on from that, I think that we see, I, I think we finally see something new. And I don't necessarily know if it's going to be big, but I think we see something new, be it small indie game, budget title, or something, maybe even a big new game from Sony uh, Japan Studio. I yeah. think it's been long enough since we've seen anything real from which, them. Which could be Shadow of Colossus, uh, more of that. Maybe, uh, but that's all, but that's Blue Point, technically. Yeah, I guess you're right. I forgot. So with that being said, I think that we see actual Sony Japan Studio be there. And and to be fair, because Japan Studio aided development uh, alongside uh, from software on Bloodborne, that might be the the form in which they're there is helping with development on Bloodborne, too. Um, So that's my second expectation. Um, My third expectation is that we're going to see... Capcom probably come back in a pretty big way trying to show something new and big because they've had a couple of blunders in weird ways recently. Resident Evil 7 was obviously a big high for them, yeah. uh, but they got pretty reamed with things like Street Fighter V's issues with launching kind of messed up. And now, that was a separate thing. Uh, um, they do have Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom Infinite, but, yeah. that's, but they've gotten railed over that and they've tried fixing a lot of those, but they did get, you know, they did have issues and people were kind of losing their hope in that. So I think we see Capcom disgusting. come back with something what I'm not necessarily sure. I feel like we. Hell, I feel like it may be time for a new property. 
Devil May Cry from Capcom. I mean, Dragon's Dogma, if I'm not mistaken, is Capcom, and that was something new and big for them. Well, they're doing a new one. Or they're well, it's, it's a remake. So, what if you see Dragon's Dogma come out with a with a sequel? I don't think we'll see that this soon because I think they're going to wait to see how well Dark Arisen does to yeah. see about. But who knows? It could be that. But I think either a new property or maybe the return of a property that's been gone for a while. Now, thinking of a Capcom property that's been gone for a while, Devil May Cry is probably the only one that has enough relevance um, among big gamers to be a big announcement. But that not all announcements have to be big. And I think that's, that's important. That's true. Yeah. Uh, because going back to Nier Automata's announcement during E3 2015, that wasn't a big announcement for most people. It was a big announcement for people who like Yoko Taro, and the game ended up the the game ended up showing that not all big announcements mean that the game's not going to perform well because Nier Automata did extremely well. Makes sense uh, in, in comparison to expectations. Oh yeah. Uh, so my fourth thing would be Nier One Remaster. No, that's that's a hope, but we'll get we'll get there oh, in just yeah, a second. We're so we're in expectation around. So my fourth thing, as an expectation of what we see there, and I, you know we didn't actually do the reader parts first but we'll go into that in a second yeah yeah i have them all fine um, ready for them okay good i didn't know you had it up on your phone no, yeah you know your laptop was being being dumb uh so the only other thing I, I think we may see is something big in the form of exactly i don't know but i think we see namco namco bandai uh or bandai namco whatever it is i think that they're the bandai namco well, aren't they the people behind tails i think we see something from the tails franchise which is not really that surprising because they've been consistently releasing t- Tales games. Uh, but I think the Tales games are in need of an of a even bigger shakeup. So either we see Tales games that people love from the past coming back off that rumor you saw. Uh, maybe we oh, see about that massive the, collection. Yeah, maybe we see Zillia and stuff come out in some form or fashion in the PS4. But maybe we also just see the Tales game get a big change. Um, I don't know. Those are my expectations of what I think we'll see. I think Sony has to have something here. And... Japan Studio is my go-to for this, but I could also see them doing uh, stuff alongside Square Enix. So going into my hopes of what I think is really big, uh, that would be really big for me, like, oh man, crazy stuff's going on. Uh, I do agree with you, even though I'm not going to consider it one of my huge hopes that a Tactics 2 would be really interesting and just be a really like, it would throw a big peg and it would be about as surprising as, it actually would be less surprising in a way, but then near doing near Automata um, because near did so poorly in terms of critical reception and sales, that there was no reason for them to make Automata, but there was plenty of reasons for them to make a sequel to Tactics. Right. Um, and they've not done a full-fledged sequel. Yeah, so, they, and they've done these uh, I think which I'd that, be fine with a sequel to That's reasonable, but my first and biggest expectation of the whole thing is that we do see Nier come back with a remake. They've talked about it a couple times, and I think that it's reasonable to be said. Uh, I do hope very highly that we see... God, Kyrie. <laughs> I do hope that we see something. Um, gee, you made me lose my complete train of thought. Talking about thought. Thought. Sorry. Be gone, thought. Be gone. Um, You're talking about Final Fantasy Tactics. Hey, I know we moved off of that, but I was going on to my next one. So oh. um, that's fine. Uh, another thing I would like to see there, uh, and ironically enough, uh, I think it's Square Enix 2. Man, I'm flustered now. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't say near remake because you know. Well, I know near remake. Near remake's a big one. I mean, I think that that near it, near did so well that near remake is an automatic. How overwhelmed would you um, feel if they remade near with a separate? Oh, I know it is. List? It's still it's still square. I want to see if if it's not going to be near. That's going to be one separate hope. If it's not going to be near, my second hope from Square Enix's side of things is that we see a new Drake and Guard or a Drake and Guard collection. Uh, only thing about Drake and Guard collection is one and two of not aged near as well. Uh, and Drake and Guard three was an ugly game. In the, in the grander scheme of graphical output in comparison to when it released, but it was a cool artwork style, and I think Yoko's games are really interesting that the game was still great. So I would like to see at least Dragon Guard 3 come over with a big improvement on uh, steady frames per second and a big improvement on just general game look because the game had that very grainy look that Nier even had. Yeah. And it was just a very dry and like I, I would just like to see that game improved and prone in every way but a Dragon Guard 4 would also be really cool so I want to see Square putting more stock into Yoko Taro and his games and I think the best way to do that is or I think that they will do that because they've seen all of what he's done recently um, I'm trying to think of some of my bigger ones but let's go off and see what some of the people are and see if my, see if I can have hopes that line up with other people's because sure. uh, Kyrie just ruined my train of thought <laughs> on all that well Mr. Sean Santarude said Bloodborne 2 and .hack GU 
a surprise. Okay, Parasite we will Eve. definitely, we will definitely see something from Die Hack GU. I yes. feel like it's impossible that we won't. So, I agree. I, that's that's actually not even that's an expectation. That's not even just a, a hope. Uh, but a Parasite oh, well, I Eve, either, I do remember having a conversation about Parasite Eve with him. Parasite Eve would be an interesting comeback because Third Birthday on PSP did a lot of things really well and right, but also being on the PSP is just kind of felt stranded and like it wasn't able to be as big as they wanted it to be. Um, oh man, here's, here's all my hopes seem to be on Square Enix right now. I still hold out hope every announcement that there ever is that we see some kind of, you know where I'm going with yes. this, Final Fantasy uh, Crisis Core. Core, yeah. I was going to say, you said Square Enix again with hope, and I was like, that he's only going to get locked down. It will it forever be a hope of mine that we see that game come out, either on the Vita or as a, a complete remake on PS4 would be super cool. Um, but we'll see, because there's still talk about whether that's going to be absorbed in the Final Fantasy VII remake or not. Yeah, and Joe Robinson, he was kind of like me. He was unsure of what the game, uh, TG is so he went ahead and threw out there the last of us 2 god of war new infamous game or sucker punch and brett let him know that um it's pretty much all wants but since it's a japanese press conference that or a game show it's gonna be it's unlikely gonna be, yeah it's unlikely um, but those are really really good ones I, i'm telling you i'm dying to know what sucker punch has been working on Rico said vita 2 i'm just gonna not comment on that because i am defeated um and oh uh, yeah i know here, I'm, I'm going to be real with you for a second, though. What a moment, you know? I could dream, Harold. <laughs> I love that gift. <laughs> I wish I could have got it without the honey. As long, <laughs> as long as they don't copy off the Switch, I'll be good. I think that if they copy off a Switch, it's going to be the wrong direction. I think that it, they should do something. It's so hard to not see them wanting to copy off the Switch, though, because the Switch is doing well. It is, but the thing is, though, is that I don't. I don't want to see it either. I don't. My, I don't. Well, here's my main issue. I want to see Vita Two come out and being more of what the Vita. I want to see Vita design language with the buttons that they were missing out on, and then I want to see the PS4 games focus. Yeah. I want to see those clash together. I want there to be even more. You know, pull in, make a UI that's more like PS4. Do all this. We've talked about yeah. what we want out of a Vita Two, but I think that they could really nail it. And they could sell it to the people who are who have been playing PS4 and would just like the ability to take all that stuff on the go. And I think a way to do it is to somewhat not copy from the Switch. But I've said it before, if they find a way to make it to where you can take your PS4 games on the go with a performance drop, like say that there's a 720p screen yeah, on the like, Vita. Yeah, like a, then an you advanced can, remote play. Yeah, that's, it's like you transfer the whole game over. And I don't know how they do that if that's, you know, they did it with Vita in the sense of you got the, you bought the game physically, you got the game digitally as well. And there's reasons that they may not want to go back to that because you could buy the PS3 one and then trade it in um, and then still keep the handheld one. Like, I did that because I was broke back then. I did that with Sly Cooper yeah. uh, and uh, PlayStation All-Stars. I had the game on both systems, and I, I was broke and needed some money and wanted to get some other games. I was like, crap. I was like, I'll just trade those in and play both games on the Vita. And I did. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. So we may not see that because it's a weird thing to do uh, unless they find a better way to do it in terms of, may I don't know, because you wouldn't be able to have the disc in something. So yeah, it gets weird. Um, and it could it could just be, but I think that, that would be a way for them to succeed with the Vita too. So, and it could be something digitally that they do there. Um, but the last response we do have for this topic of the day, we have Greg Middleton. Yep. He said Dragon Quest Eight Remaster for PS4 and PS Vita is what I want. Probably see something in Bloodborne Two, Metal Gear Solid Survive, I, I, and something related to Nier. I, I don't know how I forgot about Metal Gear Solid Survive because I do trash. think Metal Gear. Well, I mean, yeah, but I, that's going to be expected because Konami's got to show that they are still in the game business. They'll have some more pachinko uh, machines and Metal Gear. If they're ever going to do that, so but yeah, Bloodborne Two. I think is it's funny. It's the biggest through line, but at the same time, Bloodborne Two is such a big announcement that I wouldn't be surprised if we if they waited until PSX for that. But there's a there's a bit of me that hopes that we see Bloodborne two here, and then we from the time between here and then E three uh, next year. Well, no, but the time between here and PSX, that's a big enough gap for big announcements that we see what Sucker Punch is doing at PSX. Yeah, that makes sense. Because definitely with them doing The Last of Us two at PSX, it shows that they're more willing to put really big announcements at PSX because PSX has basically gotten as big as E three. Yeah, and then see, we could also see some Death Stranding stuff, thinking more towards Metal Gear Solid Survive. Maybe. I, I feel like we need to not see Death Stranding until E3 of next year, and we need to see it with real gameplay and real release window, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, How would you feel if Konami came out on stage and they released PT Pachinko Machines? Stabbed in the back. I, 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 said I, happen, wanted, I said I wanted a Yu-Gi-Oh game. They know I would drop any support from them if that's the case, if they want to be malicious like that. Okay, but 
the near thing it's funny i mean i think he uh, he's seen the the card just like i did near tommy did great why would near not be there so i don't know i'm not gonna do my apparently i don't have four of my of my hopes uh, be, with it being so japanese oriented i mean bloodborne is on mine so i just well, I, we're pretty big i don't want mine to hope yours I, I mean i don't know because like JRPGs end up changing a whole bunch, and I can't. I mean, a new JRPG would be cool. They're so different compared to each. Uh, they release and there's and yeah, and they change, and then you see a lot of new JRPGs, even Ooh. with stuff like Code Vein. But then again, you see ones that are super long running. I don't know. I want Nino Kuni remaster for PS4. I forgot about that. Yeah, you know that's not that would not be that I know, surprising. I know we're gonna get some stuff for the 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 Witch King. Um, wait, the Witch King was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought Wrath of the Witch King. Now I'm now I'm doubting myself, but I know we're gonna see stuff on the second one. But I want to see a remaster announcement for the first one on PS4. Okay, 1080p upscaled, 60 frames. Well, so I think we're done with that. Uh, if there are any more points you want to throw out, or you think you kind of got it? I think that's that is just about it for me. Okay, well I'm gonna agree. I know I got super Revenant flustered. Kingdom. Revenant Kingdom's a new one, yes. Yes. Uh, but I know I got flustered when Kyrie was screaming in there, and I'm sorry about that. I don't really. We normally don't have to deal with that, so. It happens, though. You know, kids are kids. They sure are. Stuff goes I wish, on. I was um, still a kid. So, Mr. Good Sir. As I, I don't know why I've said that so many times this episode. Mr. Good Sir. Um, About as many times I said Or Good Bloodborne. Sir in general. But, yeah, exactly. I'm just tying it in with you saying Bloodborne. So, Saul, until next week, this has been episode 25. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, guys.